When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome back to the Leeds 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 podcast. My name's Joe Mewis, I'm your host here and I'm joined by Baron Cross at Leeds Live Towers where we're going to talk about all the latest Leeds United news, comings, goings and whatnot. Uh, but first off, Baron, it's coming home, isn't it? Oh, it certainly is, Joe. <laughs> People will be able to tell my voice is slightly huskier than on, on previous episodes. There was, uh, there was a fair bit of volume last night watching, uh, watching the game. We were recording oh, wow. on, um, on the morning of Wednesday, aren't we? The, uh, the morning after the night before. England are into the quarterfinals of the World Cup and we've just done it on penalties. Cannot believe it. Waiting so long to see that in a World Cup. Uh, Mm. I can vaguely remember a few of the successful shootouts at Euro 96. But um, no, I mean, the the utter. If you know you're going to win, it's almost worth the dread. Like when when you knew against penalties, the the (laughs) ultimate dread of just. I can't face more disappointment. But this team, thankfully, again, has proved us wrong and. um, yeah, I watched it at, um, at Brudenell Social Club, so people who know Leeds will, will, will be aware of the club. Um, we went there for a gig afterwards with Miles Kane. So uh, the car park there, they have a, a big screen outside, so yeah, it's a cracking it's atmosphere. Great venue there. Um, really, great really sunny, obviously. Um, so it was, I mean, I, I was drenched in beer, obviously. <laughs> Every time uh, Columbia missed or we scored in that shootout. But um, an amazing feeling, and it's just, it's, it's so great to be on that, sort of riding that wave of optimism. It's, until Saturday yeah it's brilliant isn't it I was um, I was watching myself at home and, and as you said the the stress you go through just magnifies the joy doesn't it I think when that equaliser yeah. went in yeah. it's all those familiar feelings of watching England in the knockout games of a tournament come back you oh. know I was I was back to Euro 96 against mm. Germany back to uh, 2006 against Portugal um, my very first memories watching England are sort of uh, World Cup 90 as yeah. well and you know that, that Germany game absolutely broke me as a little lad I was yeah. I was so gutted but um, it, it was just so encouraging you know it was um, yeah. up against a team who were trying all their best to you know rough and tumble England out of it you know masters of the dark arts whatever but England it was a performance we're not used to seeing you know they they didn't stoop to their level they didn't fall yeah. for these tricks and yeah. then they went and got over this low blow and they won on penalties so it's uh, I think even if England don't get any further this tournament can yes. be considered a success the, the, now for, the for what's off happened. Our back, isn't it? I mean, yeah. just just that, that, that feeling last night of winning a shootout. Even if, like you say, we go out to Sweden, it will feel a bit different. And, and obviously, Southgate mm-hmm. will then get another two years before the Euros to um, to work on the, the squad yeah. even more and, and, and build us up even more. We've got to see it as a project. That could um, be very exciting in two years' time as well. It really could be. I mean, mm-hmm. unfortunately, we, we, if we do do well in this tournament, as we have done. Um, that sense of expectation will come back, which, has been, which has been the big refreshing thing, be, isn't it? The, the fact golden that has generation been all over zero again. Expectation. Yeah. So, I mean, hopefully that Southgate just keeps doing what he's doing and keeps everybody on the ground because he's he's done so well at keeping everybody level-headed. He, Play, he has, players yeah. and media alike. And I think it's it's he's in a way he's almost playing with house money, isn't he? Because the expectations were so low this time. It's it's very much this is a tournament for everyone to get a bit of experience. And, and what better way have they, they've done it here? You know, they've they've won. The, a penalty shootout. They've, He's got uh, nothing to lose now, South. Yeah, he can do no wrong at the moment. He has exactly, and um, as you mentioned there, it sets up a, a quarter-final date on Saturday with uh, Sweden. 
And, and who plays for Sweden? Who plays for Sweden? But Leeds United's Pontus Janssen. So um, it was meant to be. It was meant to be, wasn't it? Um, Pontus, he's, he's only featured once. He, he played. In, he started the opening game against South Korea, which uh, which Sweden won one nil. Um, Victor Lindlof of uh, of them over the Pennines. He was injured for that one, or ill, I think rather. Um, so Pontus hasn't been back on the pitch since, but. Uh, you get you get the feeling he's he's like one of the biggest personalities. He's quite in, a character, isn't he? In in this Sweden group, yeah, he's he's the the ringleader, the cheerleader. Uh, he was one of the first players on the pitch when they beat um, Switzerland yesterday. Yeah. His you know his Instagram has been a great follow over the last it couple really of weeks. Has, yeah. um, I imagine we're going to hear in the build up. We'll hear from him plenty more about facing it, it, England. It'll be interesting, won't it? I mean, I, I suppose there's, there's, he's not the only Sweden player to be based in England. So I, I, mm. I, I'd imagine uh, the BBC and ITV may not focus on Pontus solely, but there's certainly something there. There is that England angle isn't there Pontus is one of those players you can focus on ahead of a match against England because he, yeah. he's got those connections So, and we, we all know he's not afraid of speaking his mind in, no. the, in, in the media so it'll be interesting to keep, keep an eye on, on what he does say about England I mean um, yeah, with, with our, our best efforts to use Google Translate I was, I was just going to say there are a few quotes in the Swedish press this morning um, we're a bit loath to, to go all in on them because we know uh, his dislike for using Google Translate that's got a, got a few journalists in trouble with him but um, from what he said I think uh, it was uh, the, one of the Swedish outlets picked up on something Pat Nevin said, yes. um, who they seem to think is English. But well, we'll, we'll, we'll gloss over that. Yeah. Um, that. That England would beat Sweden 99 times out of 100, and Pontus has apparently come out and said something along the lines of, "Our typical Englishman uh, yeah. can't wait to beat them. It's going to be cool," F- is what they said. Yeah, so, okay, so cool. yeah. So, um, well, I mean, we're going to hear plenty more in the, in the next couple of days there, and it's um, it'd be it should nice be a good if he played, but it, it looks unlikely, doesn't it? It, it does. It'd yeah, be nice if he's involved in some way, maybe even if it's just on the bench in some sort of tangle with Gareth Southgate or Steve Holland <laughs> That's, it could happen couldn't it I, mean, I think him not featuring is probably works quite well for Leeds United fans as well because uh, we don't want any split loyalties on there we don't want to see him um, that's true that's true yeah. <laughs> nodding Roughing home ahead in the last Kane. minute and, yeah. Yeah, and, and going going in on Kane or whatever like you say so um, I'd, yeah it's, it's, it's got ways and Saturday afternoon just sets up it's going to be a brilliant day like the sun's going to be out in Leeds oh, don't. The, the crowds will be in Millennium Square wherever it is it's, uh, oh I'm, I'm at a wedding Joe yeah, that's right. <laughs> so people will know what that means and, and uh, the difficulties. I think we'll be sitting down for for uh, for the wedding food sort of at, at around my kickoff. So there are going to be some very awkward conversations with the uh, with the groom, who's a close friend of mine, who's not particularly football friendly. Amazingly, so selfish, I'd call it. Absolutely right. Yeah. How dare he pay yeah. tens of thousands of pounds for a wedding and expect people to, uh, to to sit down and give him their full attention? So um, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to approach that subject. I'm not going to be the only person on that wedding looking to watch that game. So I'm hoping there is going to be ways and means of following it because. With the way I felt last night, it's got to be done. I mean, it's oh, yeah. only every four years at a World Cup. You don't miss England quarterfinals. It's, it's much more in the World Cup. Euros, and I think, yeah. you know, it just it feels like it's happening, doesn't it? It does. Yeah, I'm going to be at um, a big barbecue with uh, with lots of families and small children. Oh, so I'm going to hopefully, well, lock the door so no kids can come and There'll steal the quite, remote control or whatever. Be quite a few people <laughs> wanting to watch it. So though. it's. Uh, I think we're going to be all right. But yeah, it's um, it's, it's going to be a big one. Um, but we're, we're here to talk about um, Leeds United. Excuse yes. us for getting a bit excited about um, England, <laughs> but I think everyone is. Um, and there'll probably be more talk next week. But um, it's, uh, it's obviously transfer season. Um, Leeds have finally got their first deal over the line. Mm. Um, on Saturday, they secured the season-long loan of Lewis Baker from Chelsea. Now, um, interesting one this. There wasn't really much speculation uh, before no. this. Um, I think um, it was uh, James Nursey, the mirror, and he cottoned onto it. I think he was the first on the Thursday night. 
um, by the Saturday morning at nine o'clock, it was all signed, sealed, delivered, and on the yeah, website. Yeah, it quite quiet, didn't they? Yeah, but it's um, it's it's an interesting sign, really. Yeah, um, obviously, Baker is he's one of these Chelsea players, youth players that gets loaned out from club to club to club. I think this is his fifth loan. Um, you know, that's that's the way they they develop their youth there. There's plenty to be said about that, but yeah. um, but looking at it from from Baker specifically, he's he's coming off the back of um, a disappointing spell for him at, at Middlesbrough last year. Yeah. He um, he, he had a sort of a half-decent run in the team, but then lost his place. Um, things weren't going right at Middlesbrough under Gary Monk. Uh, Monk got sacked. Pulis comes in. He's not really a Pulis player, so he failed to feature there. Um, and on a personal level for him, I think it's a bit of a shame because um, he'd just come off the back of um, two years on loan at Vitesse, which is uh, Chelsea's sort of partner club yeah. in, in Holland, where yeah, a lot yeah. of their young players go. And in his second year there in particular, he was really hitting a groove. He was um, He was scoring a lot of goals. He was... Um, wasn't quite a goal every other game, but it, it wasn't far off his ratio from midfielder. from central midfield position, which is really good. Um, so obviously Leeds are hoping that they, you know, it's this sort of vintage of Baker that they're getting. But um, what, what's your thoughts, Baron, on the signing? Yeah, like you say, Joe. I mean, it was um, it was a bit of a surprise. There'd been zero speculation about Lewis Baker, despite the fact he'd visited Thorpe Arch several weeks beforehand. So there was there was no real leaks, as there has been with uh, with another transfer mm. target that we'll, we can talk about shortly. So. Um, yeah, I think I think all without without you know doing any deep research and learning more about him off the top of my head, I knew he was a Chelsea player. I know he's a midfielder. I know he's highly thought of. He's had honours with England through the age groups. He's had a lot of caps for the under twenty ones, which mm. is is no mean feat. Which which obviously suggests he is one for the future. You know, he will should be on the right trajectory to be a future senior England international. Um, I, I do remember a couple of years ago when people first started talking about Ruben Loftus Cheek being this. Um, you know, this next generation of Chelsea midfielder, one of these many youth players they produce but, but don't get chances and saying that Lotus Cheap was going to be, you know, the future of the club. And, and there was actually a few people I'd spoken to who were a bit close to the Academy who'd actually that Baker was, was better and that Baker was the jewel mm. in the crown. So I, I'd heard about him. Um he's obviously one of those that has had numerous loan spells, uh, namely in Vitesse as you say, and obviously I think somewhere in my in my brain, I remember him joining Middlesbrough. But obviously, he did so little that it's easy to forget that. So, mm. I think we'll have to wait and see. I think um, it, it, I'd forgive fans for for looking at it and maybe not getting overly excited because you know his, his track record isn't entirely proven. You know, he hasn't hit the heights. You know, we don't know what Bielsa knows about him I suppose we can assume that Bielsa knows a lot about him because Bielsa seems to know a lot about everything so <laughs> I'm sure he's watched I'm sure 1700 hours of video yeah, footage I'm, of him. I'm absolutely certain that Alter mm. has spoken to Bielsa and um, Bielsa has, has given him the nod so there's obviously a lot of footage out there because he's been playing for Chelsea Vitesse and England's under 21 mm. side so we'll have to wait and see it's an interesting position in the team central midfield not one that immediately jumped out or something that needed strengthening I suppose it's certainly not the top of their priorities anyway uh, but I suppose when when you look at who Bielsa wants to work with um, in that part of the, the team, it looks like Forshaw, Vieira, and Phillips are probably going to get a go. Mm-hmm. Um, O'Kane possibly on the way out, maybe a long way down the pecking order. So yeah. clearly, I mean, if, if we're looking at a three-three-one-three, you would think that, that Baker may well contest the midfield three. I mean, who's to know? I mean, who can second guess what Bielsa's got planned? Yeah, well, um, this morning we've actually published. Um, a really, really good sort of deep dive into into Baker, his, his history, um, his, his style of player, and where he could fit into um, to the team under Bielsa. It's um, it's a really good piece done by um, Chris Taylor, as he's known on Twitter at LUSC Data, yeah. who I know a lot of you will follow on Twitter. Um, excellent follow if you don't. Um, it's really good. It's a really long read, something to get your teeth into. Um, especially now we've got a couple of footballless nights coming up ahead. Um, oh he speculates about sort of yeah, exactly where he will fit in the position. He's um, 
he sees sort of three ways he could go because um, Baker, he's a very versatile player. He's, yes. he's genuinely two-footed, which is uh, which is you know quite quite something in this day age. You don't see too many players like that. Um, but he, he he sees him playing in, in the central midfield, and he, and he thinks he can do a job sort of either sort of you know this, the box to box midfielder who sits quite deep, the the holding midfielder, or perhaps even as the enganch um, really? in, in uh, Bielsa's system. He, he he says he has the attributes to sort of fit all these roles. Okay. So with with Bielsa, you know, wanting this small squad, this you know eighteen man squad, it's it's going to be vital that you yeah. need players who can fit in there. So. Um, so yeah, I think it's, it is going to be interesting to see. We'll, we'll, we'll get a, a sight sort of in these pre-season friendlies, which are rapidly approaching where he yeah. will go. Um, but yeah, I'd, I'd recommend that you you have a read of um, of this piece from uh, from LUFC Data on the website. Um, re- really good, really sort of good deep dive into what he's done so far, strengths, weaknesses, what to expect. So um, so make sure you get that. We'll, uh, we'll we've obviously been tweeting that out. So uh, and you can find that on the website. Um, so that's that's one in. Uh, Leeds need to sign more than one player this summer. Absolutely um, right. Yeah. Goalkeeper is a position that's looking more and more desperate. There's only really um, Bailey Peacock Farrell yes. taking place um, training, sort of with with the core group at the moment. Mm. So, um, well, although this is the player we I alluded to earlier about mm, the one that there was plenty exactly. of hints about, so Jamal Blackman um, uh, also at Chelsea clearly will we'll know Lewis Baker fairly well. They've come through the ranks together. I think Blackman's possibly a little bit younger. Um, gone out on many loan spells. Like sounds Chelsea like way. sounds like he mm. may well be next up for the Vitesse Arnhem move. He's the, the, the talk is that it's between Vitesse and Leeds at the moment perhaps right, he was yeah. obviously at Sheffield United last year did very well there um, did very well in the, in the lower leagues as well when he was a little bit younger I remember watching him when he was at Wickham and he was he was fantastic he was yeah. Wick, Wickham's best player so he's clearly you know he, he's set for you know to have a, a career in the, in the top two divisions of England um, and obviously time will tell which division he'll spend most of his career in so he's one that went up to Thorpe Arch a bit like Baker did um, he was actually pictured there this time. Had a little scat around. Yeah, yeah. The, the beauty of social media is that these things can get out. Yeah, um, I think someone dropped the ball. It was like a football lifestyle company. Yes. Um, posted a picture on their Instagram. They've deleted it, haven't they? It, it did go, but obviously, you know, it's Once all it's over, out there, all over the internet out there. now. So, so, um, so, so clearly, leads like dropped him. the ball there. Another one that we haven't heard anything about. So yeah. Another one that's, yeah. that's, gonna, that's a proposed loan from Chelsea that nobody's heard about. So they've managed mm. to keep that one quite quiet. But it's in a position that's needed, isn't it? Because um, yeah, I mean, I, I, ba- Bailey did a, did a really good job last year. He came in. I think he did everything that was asked of him. Um, you know, because I think back in March, if we were having this conversation, we'd have been really worried about the goalkeeping situation. Mm-hmm. You know, Felix was was dropping them in. Bailey had uh, just come back from his York spell. It was it was all looking a bit bleak. But um, I think Leeds have a player that could be confident with going with him, Bailey. But at this stage of his career, I think he's um, he's very much not yet. Can't be um, uncontested number one, can correct. he? So, Absolutely correct. Yeah. So that's the, the. I mean, the other name as well is um, David Stockdale, isn't it? He's um, he's also been linked quite heavily with the club. I've been quite underwhelmed by by the goalkeeping names, to be honest. I think yeah. I think Angus Gunn is is one that, that did excite me, but um, yeah, I refuse to believe that Leeds are going to be the only club after Angus Gunn this summer, permanent mm. or loan. I mean, the latest talk is of a permanent move, maybe down to the south coast with Southampton. That's so right. Yeah. We'll wait and see on that one. Around. Angus is the only one that's really got me sort of quite interested uh, I've not seen enough of Stockdale clearly didn't play as much as he wanted to at Birmingham last season mm. um, I know he was phenomenal for Brighton and everybody was very very surprised when he when he departed Brighton after he got them promoted so we'll have to wait and see but he's obviously a Leeds boy so he's going to have a lot of a lot of people in his corner getting him back to Ellen Road but completely but very out of favour at Birmingham we'll see Gary Monks come in here for and reason. he's just told him Straight from the off go, no, and he's been he returned to training um, yesterday on Tuesday and and trained with the kids. So so we'll have to we'll have to wait and see on that one. But but Blackman, I mean, I, I know he's an up and coming goalkeeper, but I think if you can have somebody in alongside Bailey, I'd want somebody a bit more experienced, you know, mm. maybe on a permanent deal or something. I just think 
is it much of a muchness? Yeah, that's, that's puzzled me with because yeah, linking these young goalkeepers because um, you know they've Leeds have got this one. I mean, he's, he's probably a stage past being a developmental keeper. You know, mm. he's, he's proved he can do it in the championship, but I don't really. I, I, I think somebody can mentor him a bit. And goalkeeper is a position where you know experience does count. You yeah. have to be honest; it does count. And, exactly, and, and I think Bailey because I mean he had everything go his way last year. I mean, admittedly, not in terms of results, but in terms of performance, it was, he, it was, a, poor, it was a poor team. Yeah, and he was kept busy. Um, but I think you know he will. He will have those moments if he was to play next season where you know he will let a clangor in. He yes. will. Yep. He will do that. And. That's that's the next sort of big question about how he would respond from that. Mm. And I think if he had someone there, you know, put put the arm around the shoulder, you know, some experienced goalkeeper, I, I think that would that would stand him in really good stead. Mm. So um, you know, Stockdale perhaps does fit that bill, um, but it sounds like there's there's work to be needed um, with Birmingham if they, if they're going to uh, agree to some sort of deal Gary there. Lynch's not not going not to give up easy on that one. No, he's not is he? Um, striker is another position. Um, Matej Vidra is the is the name that's uh, been banded around for. It's a good couple of weeks now, I think, isn't it? Yes, yes, yeah. several weeks. Um, he hasn't gone on Derby's pre-season training tour um, to Tenerife, so obviously that's got people talking. Um, Frank Lampard came out and he said, "Oh, it's an injury. He's working on his fitness back at the back at the training grounds in uh, back in England." Um, but this this move, Baron, is this something that excites you, or do you see it re- realistically happening? Good question. It's. Um it's, it's, it's bizarre, really, because you, you 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 hear that he's the championship's golden boot winner for last season, and you would immediately think, fantastic, unbelievable, what a sign, what a show of ambition. And I think it does show us some ambition. You know, you, he's, he's going to cost upwards of eleven, twelve, thirteen million pounds, maybe with, with clauses mm. and things. Not spent that so, sort of money since the, exactly, uh, the early so, I mean, days. So I, yeah. think, so I think you you cannot say it's not showing ambition. Clearly, they're they're, they're spending money on a proven goal scorer in the championship. However. He's not a number nine. People that have watched mm. him a lot more than we have have said that he is more of a withdrawn player. He's a floater. You know, he, he plays as a ten, maybe a nine and a half. If you want to use you know, current parlance, that sort of hipstery way of, of describing positions, he's, he's between a nine and a ten. And I think it's it's quite right that in this team that's got Saiz and Hernandez, which immediately spring to mind, and Alioski, that you want more of a number nine. You want a, somebody who's going to lead the line. Vidra's mm. not a big, strong striker. He's not going to hold the ball up. He's very much somebody who arrives late in the box. Um, scored a lot of goals for Derby last season. So, yeah, I think on, on the face of it, it should be one that excites me. But there's just, I don't know, there's just one or two reasons why I'm not getting particularly excited. I was more excited about Hernandez, to be honest, yeah. who, who is a number nine yeah. and is an out-and-out goal scorer. Um, it certainly feels more of a gap in this current squad, doesn't it? Feels it? Like, it feels like there's, there's more of a need for a Hernandez rather than a Vidra, but Bielsa knows more than I do. Bielsa wants Vidra. So, um, we'll wait and see. Um, I think I think Vidra's had... Um, a lot of seasons in the championship, and he hasn't always scored a lot of goals. So you, there is the argument that perhaps was last season a fluke of some description. Who knows? I mean, I know he's had a couple mm. of seasons in the past, especially with Watford, where he did bang quite a few in. Yeah, absolutely. But last season was the first one in, in a few years where he's he's really hit the heights, mm. you know, and outscored the likes of Leon Clark and Bobby Reid. Yeah. So it, it shows ambition, but you know, for me personally, I'm, I'm not massively excited. Um, I think that there's, there's, there's a few journalists, especially on the national level, which are maybe overestimating how advanced um, the move is. I think there is clearly interest. There are clearly talks ongoing between the clubs. But as far as Vidra and his people are concerned, there's there's nothing imminent. You know, as far as they're mm. concerned, Vidra is carrying an injury. Um, he's recovering at Derby's training ground. He fully expects to go back into first team training with Frank Lampard and the rest of the team as soon as he can, whether that's back in the UK or he flies out to Tenerife. 
So yeah, I think, I, I, I think that. there's 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 no um, uh, mistake in thinking that that Derby do need to sell and are certainly open to selling Vidra, but talk of an imminent you know Leeds announcing his, his signature with, with days if not you know a week or two away from that. I mean Vidra is in no rush to leave Derby. From what I understand, he's perfectly happy there. Mm. Leeds aren't going to be the only club after him. You know if if you are the top goal scorer in England's second division, that's going to alert clubs in the Bundesliga and the Premier League. If you think about the Premier League and and every club below the top six, everybody always needs a goal scorer, don't they? They're yeah. always looking for goal scorers. And somebody out there will look at the division below and think, right, top goal scorer in the division below, he's got to be worth a look. And, and, and Premier and, League sides can afford to chuck oh, around. 10 to 15 million to them is, is pocket money. Exactly, yeah. So it's almost in Vidra's best interests if he does resolve that he's going to leave, if he is comes to terms with the facts, right, I won't be at Derby next season, it's going to be in his interest to wait longer, almost to wait as late as he can, because there will be more and more clubs coming in there, going through their their checklist, their list of priorities for players, who will then come, come across Vidra, so I, 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 don't, I really don't think fans should be getting the hopes of expecting anything soon on Vidra. No, that's right. Another one... Um that seems to have gone really quiet is uh, Kyle Bartley yeah. so at, at the start of the summer um, there, there was a lot of talk about Bartley coming back after his, um, his loan spell a year earlier um, but again this one it's, it's gone very quiet I mean the, the player ended the season with an injury that's no doubt had a, an impact on that plus he had um, Swansea's managerial uncertainty they took a few weeks to get Graham Potter in um, the and consensus the is the, re- the relegation of course there is a consensus they need to um, offload the likes of Alfie Mawson before they uh, yeah. know what their plans are he's still very much a Swansea player Everton are knocking around but um, there's still something to be resolved that's there that's such an Everton signing isn't it I think so yeah Mawson yeah. that is such yeah. an Everton signing you could have <laughs> the, path, the path well trodden by um, yeah. Ashley Williams, Ashley Williams isn't it? but yeah. um, again it's, it's gone quiet uh, West Brom though are the latest team to be, to be linked with that there was reports in the, uh, in the Sundays last weekend that they, they were entering talks and again they've, they've Got their parachute payments. There are the hundred million from last season in the Premier League. They, could, um, they should be able to offer the, like the four million without without any um, thought there. So again, that's that's another one of these sort of long term targets that looks like it might not might not happen. Yeah, there was a bit of confidence um, from the people we spoke to at the club uh, in springtime that there were certainly talks going on as early as the spring about a, a possibility mm. for for Bartley coming back in the summer. Clearly, Bartley enjoyed his time here. He's well loved by the fans. It was before my time, but I understand it was an unmitigated success. Bartley, Bartley's time at Ellen Road. Absolutely, yeah, he was so, um, virtually ever present. So clearly, that the, you know, the top brass at the club, you know, this is, this is long before Bielsa's agreed to arrive. Uh, felt that Bartley would would make would make a lot of sense for both parties. Mm. Uh, but as you say, Joe, there was those three factors that changed things: um, the injury, the relegation, the change of coach, and. Swansea have got a pecking order now Mawson yeah. is going to drive arguably the biggest profit they'll get all summer which they'll need yeah. uh, as a relegated club to balance their books and they're not going to want to ship Bartley out before knowing what's going on with Mawson because it may well be that let's say Mawson and uh, Fernandez go who are their first choice centre-backs there may well then be a recalibration and they may think actually we want to keep Bartley because he's a proven championship defender he's on our mm. books he's under contract and we can't actually afford to let him go so I think I think Leeds would, would happily wait until later on in the transfer window for Bartley but like you say Joe it may well be that West Brom go in there and just get it done yeah yeah. give Swans exactly what they want and just get the deal done and get him in for pre-season yeah yeah um in terms of outgoings, um, this week uh, we've seen Powell Sabicki uh, leave the club, only on loan to off to uh, Mulder in Norway. Um, signed um, it's an initial six month loan, yeah. um, and I think since we spoke to you last, because um, it's been a little while, um, 
Louis Coyle. Um, he's left yeah, again Coyle's for Fleetwood. Well. Yeah, um, Fleetwood. Back to Fleetwood where he did really well last year. That's um, only till January that loan. So that's, that's two players out for half the season. This um, Obviously, we've got these 15 players that uh, Bielsa mentioned that he wanted to shift in his first yeah. press conference. Um, so that's four down. Um, if you if you include the outgoings the week before, the Magic Gomez and Felix Viedvald. Um But I think there's plenty more players that they want to get rid of. Mm. Um, there's a few clues in the pre-season training. We're, um, we're a week and a bit into the, uh, the pre-season training with Leeds now. And... We've we've learned a few things from there, haven't we? From sort of the various pictures and images we've seen, absolutely, um, yeah. an understanding of who's been involved in which groups. Um, it looks like Bielsa started off with this like elite group, uh, people are calling it this core group, of um, it was twelve players to start with. Um, I've got the names here quickly, which I'll run through: uh, Cooper, Forshaw, Roof, Phillips, Pierce, Ailing, Size, Hernandez, Dallas, Alioski, Berardi, uh, and Peacock, Farrell. Um, Vieira's now joined them as Vieira's well. Vieira's joined since. He was given a bit more time off after his England under-21 uh, duty. And then Pontus as well, you'd have thought so would be in be there. 14. So that's, that's 14 that he started off with. And um, the feeling was these were his sort of like, you know, I've said the core of his team. He likes these small squads. So. And, if, and if you add those four or five new signings to it, that takes you to the magic number of 18, 19, which is the number that's been quoted. So yeah. that, that you can see how this is going to fall into shape. But Baker, of course, sorry. We'll yeah, take, so take ba- it Baker's in there. So it's at 15 yeah. now with Baker. So... Yeah, I think we've we've learned quite a bit, haven't we, from the, mm. from the pictures? I think so. Yeah, I mean, um, there's there's a fair few players who've been completely absent that we've not really seen. Um, not seen a lot of you know Kane. I think he's not long for this uh, this club by all accounts. Uh, Andy Lonergan, he's he's not really been there. So again, that's sort of the need for the keeper uh, is, is expressed there. Um, J. Roy Grott as well. Uh, looks like he'll be uh, he'll be on his way. Be interested to see whether that would be a loan or a permanent. Um, but it's it's starting to shape up, isn't it? The sort of the, the squad we're going to see next season. It is, mate. Yes, um, like you say, when you when you look at that core group, I think um, there's probably one or two surprises there for some of the fans. Mm-hmm. Um, I know Liam Cooper gets quite a lot of grief on Twitter. I think, yeah. I think he's already had some this this summer, but he's clearly a very hard worker. And you know, fair play to him. Bellis has clearly seen something. I think any of those players in that core group can take quite a lot of um, heart yeah. from being included in such an illustrious coach's plans. Um, they all know they'd have read the headlines they'd have read if they've done any kind of reading about Bielsa they will know the opinion and the esteem that he has held in so it's got to be a shot in the arm just by definition for being included just by being included they're all going to be motivated absolutely so yeah I mean there's a a long list of players that haven't been spotted yet you know we can't read too much into that we don't know what dates they've been asked to come back I know some players were asked to come back a week later so they were were asked it doesn't necessarily mean they're out of favour they were simply asked to come back a week later so We'll wait and see how it plays out. I think there is that second group that is made up of large under 23 players with one or two of fringe players from that senior bracket mm. that, that may well be given the chance and given the chance to prove their worth. Matthias Klich, um, Lawrence de Bock, and uh, Yasuki Idaguchi, who yeah, we've finally seen at Thorpe Arch running around <laughs> with a football at his feet. He's real, he exists. So there's those three that, um, that certainly aren't being written off, they're being uh, given every chance. They've probably been told, you know, it may well be in your best interests to find the new club as soon as possible, but by mm. all means, come and train, work hard do what we say and let's see what we can see from you yeah um, but you're right Joe there's there's there's, there's a, a, a large number that we haven't seen in the in the preseason pictures for whatever reason you know Tyler Roberts we, we didn't see in the first week of pictures he's now been spotted right. with the ball at his feet um, in that blue kit that the, the senior players seem to be wearing so yeah. 
Tyler Roberts may well be in that. I mean, it's, that's, it's, that's it's quite not exciting. been fair to him because yeah. he hasn't played yet, but he may well be in that second group. That's quite exciting because um, we were um, when, once we saw Tyler Roberts was back, he, he put out you know the customary Instagram post thanking fans for the patience and and talking about sort of the end of his all his injury nightmares. Hopefully, hopefully, yeah. We um, I, t- I took a look back at sort of some of the stuff we put out when he when he first signed and, and you know what sort of player Leeds Leeds can expect from him and he's very highly rated. You know he's. Um, I, it's, it's that cliche, isn't it? He's going to be like a new signing, but I think you can legitimately say that in this case. Without, he's on his third manager. Yeah, he's on his third. That is ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> he was signed obviously in the sort of the dark days of Thomas Christiansen era, who's um, the deadline day signing in January. I don't know um, what to make of Tyler Roberts. I just I, he's, 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 he's what well, he's been to Walsall on loan, and, and, and well, he's, he's and, only nineteen and wasn't remember. prolific. So yeah. I mean, my point is, we're, we're trusting on what people have seen in training and what, yeah. and, and what scouts are saying, and, and how he's talked about in football circles. Yeah. Clearly, maybe he's been talked about as a long time as somebody as a as a encouraging prospect at West Brom. I know, I know Paul Heckenbottom during his time here. He was obviously asked every every couple of weeks where he was on, yeah. on the fitness levels, and he he had lots of good things to say to him. He'd been monitoring him. Yeah. Um, you know, Heckenbottom was was he, obviously he knew a lot about the championship and, and League One and everything, and he seemed to you know think he was a really good prospect. He, he said he'd been quite chance. right before. I, mean, I think we, we have to reserve judgment until we've seen him, but I just think there's 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 not a lot that's to go on publicly. Yeah, the sample size. Same, same with Idiguchi as well. He, he's another player. Him, so we're, we're trusting yeah. what people have seen in training of him. Yeah, and they paid money for him. I mean, what we think it was about two and a half million. Was two it? and a half million. Yeah, and that so was it, with only with um, I think a, a year left on his contract, six months left so on his contract. So some money on him. And there was, there's some other big clubs after him. Out immediately. Yeah, so um, that'd be interesting. And, and obviously the Idiguchi thing as well is fascinating. Um, how I think good? How, yeah, how good is he? Well, we saw how good Japan were. Ex- exactly. I was so going to say with the um, mixing in those circles. Yeah, the Idaguchi Debot Classico on uh, the the other night when uh, <laughs> yeah. Japan suffered that last gasp uh, defeat to Belgium. Um, I think it's easy to say that you can imagine Idaguchi playing for his country before Debot does. <laughs> yes. Again. Yes. I think we can uh, <laughs> we, we can nail that one. Um, but yeah, it's. Um, I think it's going to be an interesting sort of another another week or so in pre-season. Um, well, first we, first we, game's coming up in it's less than two weeks now until is, uh, yeah. until Leeds go down to Forest Green. Um, so I mean, by then, obviously, hopefully, there'll be you know another player or two at least you thought in the squad. Like, I mean, we were um, just saying off fair, weren't we, Joe? Mm. That we're, we're at this stage now. I mean, clearly, they are working flat out. Victor Water probably hasn't had a day off for several weeks, and yeah. you know they're not stupid. They know they need to get the players in, but these things are hard to do. You know, there's a yeah. lot of people yeah. that need to be happy before transfers get signed off. I think there's, yeah, there's a misconception among a lot of fans that you can just you know agree a fee in, and it's fine. One in is ten million easy player, but um, there's, there's a lot of hurdles to yeah. cover, and I think. As we well know, Bielsa is a man who is a stickler for progress, and if he doesn't mm. see progress transfers, he is not afraid to walk away. And I'm sure there are any mm. number of clauses in that contract yeah. which allow him to make certain decisions. <clears throat> so he will want to see progress. We know Bielsa is uh, radical in his training ideas, and the sooner he works with the players, the better for their mm. integration. So we all want to see some progress very soon. Um, by all accounts, it, it, there's going to be more Leeds fans at this friendly than Forest Green fans. So, mm. I mean, it's going to be absolutely bouncing there for that. Uh, inevitably, two days after England have lifted the World Cup, there's going to be a huge <laughs> factor. Atmosphere. It's going to be fantastic. There's going to be veggie burgers. It's going to be wonderful. <laughs> Bielsa's going to play 3-3-1-3. Calvin Phillips is going to be a number nine. It's going to be brilliant. It's good to, yeah, what a summer. Um, all right, I mean, I think we'll leave it on that note. That idyllic picture of, uh, of our sunny day out in, the, down the in Gloucester. The trophy on its <laughs> parade around the country. 
Yeah, so um, I say we're expecting plenty more movement over the next few days. So stay tuned to uh, to leeds-live.co.uk for for all the latest. We've got um, blogs there running every day with all up to the minute news there. Um, as I mentioned earlier, have a look at the uh, the OLFC data piece on Lewis Baker to get a really good understanding of what the newest signing will uh, bring to Leeds. And um, thanks for listening to the podcast. As ever, please rate and review it on iTunes. Um, we'd love to hear what you say about it. Um, any feedbacks welcome. You can get us on at Live Leeds United on Twitter at Baron Cross and at Joe Mewis are our uh, Twitter usernames there um, but until next week when we'll talk to you uh, when something happens hopefully news of a new player or something like that um, thanks for stopping by